wholly endow into it, but I really, really do. And sometimes I feel like I shouldn't so much because then you, you know, put things in buckets and all that stuff. In buckets, And yeah. so I think I am definitely nervous <laughs> for the first well, time. Guys, Wait, have- this is the most nervous <laughs> I've been on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Let me David, just say something. Just, you know, I, I, I don't know either of you. First of all, let me just say what I loved so much about the Fran Lebowitz docuseries is anytime people would ask her for advice and she would say, I don't care. So I don't know either of you. You both seem perfectly lovely. I have a lot of more. I have some questions about Anthony, but I would just say that generally like, uh, yeah, I am not come here to... um, to like lay lay siege on you. And also, by the way, I would never claim to have any psychic foothold over anyone I ever read because that would get me in a lot of trouble if I told them like, yeah, things are gonna be great for you. Like marriage is in the cards. And then of course that doesn't happen. So yeah, I am am here to talk about anything you're interested in. And I I have no plan on um, unraveling your cosmic, framework of the universe you can, you can unravel framework. my cosmic I, framework any day I, again I, anthony i think we're already you know past the point of no return with you i don't know how much more unraveling uh we can do with you uh but but i'm happy to oh my god all right so we're here with david odyssey hi david from hi. D- the luminaries with david odyssey which is a great podcast on thank you authentic podcast network and I think you just answered my first question that I have, which is, is tarot reading and astrology like congruent with psych- people who have psychic abilities? Like, I, I don't know really the difference or the in- yes. intricacies. Also, is the T, the last T in tarot, is that silent? <laughs> Interesting. Well, then some people say tarot, which is extremely chic. You know what I mean? Paris in the 70s. But I don't know what. I actually have no idea. Um, Yeah, that's kind of a harem or harem. I have a lot of those. And I always think that I sound so intelligent. And then five years later, you know, you realize. So I actually don't know. I say tarot. Some say tarot. Uh. I, was, I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and I, but, yeah, sorry. God, this, I, those who are listening, I am so sorry. <laughs> but I am with you. I feel like, you know, at the end of La Vie en Rose, at the end of any biopic about like a woman singer, how they they show her when she's like old and busted and being wheeled around. That is <laughs> yeah, how I have yeah. felt all day. I'm just like, someone oh. please take me by the hand into traffic. I feel bombed out. I'm completely Wait, with you. All right, we're on the same you way. Pronounce it a biopic? That's how I say it. Biopic. Hey, isn't it biopic? No. <laughs> it's no. myopic. Okay, here we are. It's myopic Tarot, and tarot. biopic. It's biopic. <laughs> no, it's myopic. biopic. Shay. Biopic. <laughs> it's biopic, right? It's myopic with an M and biopic with Biopic. A B. <laughs> no, it's not Whoa. biopic. No, it's biopic. A biopic. It, please tell me that it's biopic because I was on a date biopic. and I said the word biopic like seven times. To an- I trust David the most with the pronunciation. No, because now there's also Bionic, the Christina Aguilera bisexuality album. Everyone and then there's also like, tour. yeah. And there's also binocular. Bi- binoc- <laughs> Bionicles. Bionicles, bisexual. And- all right, everybody. Let Body World, the, the exhibition where they I take uh, prisoners' <laughs> bodies. Okay. Um, 
I would say yes. Uh, a lot of people who are like a little tapped into the transmissions, it's a good framework. But also, by the way, like there are people who can just, you know, it, it, there's a whole, I, I think it's very archetypal. It's very like, it can be totally symbology based. I tell everyone before I read them that I am not a psychic, that it's an yeah. archetypal reading. We're going to do it together. Cause I do think if you say flat out that you are, you have psychic powers, they are going to feel like they can just go on autopilot while you talk. And oh. I prefer if I'm reading someone that they're actually like in it with me and that oh, they're like, good, good. Yeah. So I, that's interesting. Yeah, and I think everyone has some form of empathic psychics has a little bit of something. Some people have it more than others. Mm -hmm. um, totally. And that actually is something you can see in a person's astrology chart too, which is wild. So, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. Definitely. I mean, well, for me, I, I like that. Answer. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you say autopilot because I've been to a couple of psychics and never, never uh, tarot called reading, but. The psychic, like when she starts talking, I do zone out. Right, it's exhausting because, like, she's. They say not always. Oh, yeah, it's been a woman every time, but every time they say something, I then go off on like a rabbit hole of like just like a deep dark thought yes. or like something that doesn't have anything to do with what they're saying. So, <clears throat> interesting point. And well, it's I, also I agree. tell me. Well, so like I went to a psychic one time who. I felt like I was on autopilot the whole time and I almost felt like she gaslit me mm. into like believing certain things that because like you can't you don't interrupt like you don't tell them no mm -hmm. no 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 and right. she you just like, nod your head like this oh. yeah uh -huh. she was like you are gonna be like with a fabulous woman and you guys are gonna have a big house and a lot of kids and I'm seeing it very soon in the next 10 years and I was like hmm I don't think it's gonna be a woman and she was like yeah it is it is. I'm telling. That's what I'm seeing. She was like, "I'm seeing a woman," and I was like, ah, "I don't think so." Baby. And it's it's mortifying, and that's why I'm like, I always say to people, like, if anything I'm saying isn't resonating, you can just shout that out because it's humiliating for me. Otherwise, if I'm like talking to a mother of three about how right. you know she's been single forever, like it's right. just mortifying. Yeah. So right. I am right. completely yes, and I also just think like it is so punishing to like pay for someone to heal you and then expect that you will retain all everything they're saying to you. Mm -hmm. Like that's why, I mean, we can get into this, but yeah. I have done Landmark Forum and I do think that sort of thing is kind of bullshit for a lot of reasons because like you have to be in like either a 12-step program or therapy or like church or something mm -hmm. because you go every week. The idea of going to one session of something and being like fixed is outrageous. Right. So I would never put that pressure on someone of like, I'm going to talk for an hour and you have to retain everything, everything I say. Like it's exhausting. Wait, so David, quick question. In your experience, what's like the number one reason people go to psychics or go get their cards read or want, you know, like their birth chart read? Um, so tarot, the number one thing anyone asks is career and love. Mm -hmm. Astrology, I think, is usually when someone is... 
I think it's like when you've started on a path and you're mm-hmm. second guessing it and you're wondering if it's a blip. Astrology gives a framework of like, okay, no, you're actually supposed to be doing this. So okay. astrology, especially during the pandemic and especially like when we didn't know who the president was going to be again, uh, mm-hmm. astrology is really good for giving you a sense of like, okay, where the hell am I and what is going on? Especially when you're like, yeah, I'm like, 30. Like I think when you're around this age- Exactly. Or you're like, am I doomed to be repeating these patterns for the rest of my life? It's that sort of a thing. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm just a strong believer in the universe and like energy and like frequencies. So like I heard you mention retrograde a little earlier and we were just, you know, bullshitting and talking about it. And like I, I like to track. warns me every time that it's coming. I like to track retrograde because it has such a negative connotation to it. Like, oh my God, communication's gonna be lost and your TV's not gonna work and you're not gonna have Wi-Fi and you don't book a flight and like all this stuff. And it, to me, what in my experience, and I've seen it with like Anthony too, is that it's not necessarily like negative frequencies. It's just like the frequencies that you're on get like shifted a little bit. So there's like change. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I feel that. like I've noticed that like when we do rec- retrogrades, like not we do them as if we create them. When the retrogrades <laughs> happen yeah. and Morgan and I are riding on that retrograde, more for Morgan, I see it is always like she's realized something during a retrograde. Mm, and I love for that. me, what I thought that I was gonna realize it doesn't like what I thought I was gonna realize before the retrograde, like doesn't happen. And I spiral during a retrograde, but not in a bad way. I just always look better during a retrograde. I take better photos. And do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yeah, I can't explain it. But then I never know when the retrograde ends. And maybe that's when I crash. It ended two days ago. Okay, so that makes that makes sense. That actually makes so much sense. (laughs) So now I'm catching you in the downfall. Well, I feel like my entire life is just kind of one straight yes. no. down. No. But sometimes a gust of wind just goes like this. With me and I'm just <laughs> You're like, riding the wave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be honest, me and Morgan have not seen each other in a really long time. And we haven't been talking like we usually talk. Yeah. Which is every day. I feel like my energies have been slightly off since then. Same here. Since, yeah. Mine too. So... I I am constantly, I'm just like, what is it going to take for me to feel any sense of vitality in this lifetime? I'm 30. I am so decrepit. And I am just like, what is it? Um, You're not decrepit. And maybe is there an acupuncture budget? Where does that budget come from? So, you know, just a lot of those questions. So I'm with you. I feel totally like, what's my name? Where am I? You know. Well, let me uh, know a little. uh, We want to know about you. So let's let's play um, a game. Yes. Okay. Go on. We're going to do a little speed round 10 questions, okay? And you got to answer them in like 10 seconds or less, okay? Go on. All right. Favorite <laughs> favorite food from the school cafeteria? Pizza bagels. Okay, great. Morgan, you're next. Um, if you were to be one article of clothing, what would you be? Bell bottoms. I love it. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Okay, <laughs> fa- favorite favorite pop singer? Nine. Kylie Minogue. Okay. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Who, what actor would play you in a movie? Or actress? Taron Edgerton. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Hot. I love that. Really hot. Yeah. Okay. What turns you on the most? Right now, feet. Oh my God. (laughs) 
David, you have to listen to our last our last episode or two. I think it's two episodes ago. We had a po- well. It's not out. It's not out yet. But or but it will be out. Okay, I'm fucking it up. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Is it your turn, Morgan? Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh. 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 What's your favorite aspect about yourself? I just, you know what? This is actually something I was thinking about today that we should talk about that I thought was a favorite thing about me that I'm actually questioning. Okay, we'll uh, we'll circle back. To yeah, that. we'll circle back. Yeah, let's now, circle now back. Now, what to do that. you like about yourself the least? I think that I act like a housewife sometimes. I think that I am truly <laughs> like I act like a martyr whose like children don't care about her, and I'm just like washing dishes and mad at the world. I, it is so. It's like enough already. I, I am my martyr complex is is outrageous. Fucking ditto. Bro. I'm wondering ditto. if you two are the same sign. Well, go well, on. Okay, make that your question. What's your What's your horoscope? What's your zodiac sign? Aquarius, rising, Taurus, sun, Libra, moon. Oh, no. And Mars in Pisces, which is why I like feet. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Nope, so you guys aren't the same sign, but that's interesting. Okay, Anthony, go. Okay, and last question. How did you get started in all this stuff? This one doesn't have to be 10 seconds because it's the last one. I was always doing it with and for friends and Mm -hmm. during the pandemic it just started morphing where I was some of my friends started asking me to do it and then it was really fun and then I thought like well Mm -hmm. and then it just kind of kept going from there I never thought this you know and I think this is a piece of a larger puzzle I never even imagined that this would be something I would be doing um but I you know I feel very comfortable in a service role and it's very hard for me to connect one-on-one with people. So if there's some sort of a action or a framework or, or a service, it gives me a little bit more boundaries and protection. So for me, it's preferable uh, wow. to be doing. Yeah. It's almost like a buffer, but also like a framework. And it does help me connect, but not. Yeah. it gives me a little safety. Right. Uh, any any role like that. I used to go-go dance. I used to have oh, a job where dance. I was writing about comedians and performers. So anywhere, anything where I am like doing and not just directly exposed, I'm quite pleased. So you were a go-go dancer. I love so you that. like performing a little bit. Yes, I'm an exhibitionist, and that's another yeah. thing we need to. F- <laughs> we got to do something there. Yeah. So. Well, so what does that really mean, exhibition? I feel like the it is still uh, difficult for me a, a one-on-one connection or a, a relationship I you know my as, to quote my therapist I have ambivalence about relationships mm. but the idea of me like performing and maybe getting paid for it and being seen um turns me on it, it mm-hmm. makes me feel like i have more control or freedom or agency yeah. um again i'm mars and pisces which is a bombshell placement um so i i like love giving a fantasy even if i can't live up to it interesting that i mean okay, that's really kind of a beautiful ideal that i might steal for a song lyric that is amazing and i that's relate really- to it because i feel like i am more comfortable like i'd rather not as I'm doing a podcast, I'm saying I'd rather not speak to people and I'd rather be like doing mm. like a hundred percent like performing mm. and like 
you know, all that stuff. So I think I like, I, I relate to that, interestingly enough. Now, what led you to believe that the thing that you're going to reveal to us that you thought was your favorite thing is no longer? Okay, this is, yeah. let's talk about this, okay? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I'm an Aquarius rising. I pride myself on being like non-moralistic, non-judgmental, like nothing freaks me out. Um, I don't judge. But Okay. Recently, I am, I'm grappling with that because like mm. people have been telling me about like stuff from their past or stuff that they've done or their own kind of shit show decisions that they've made. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's been a part of me that's like, are you fucking crazy? And it's shocking me that I'm reacting that way and that I, I'm like judging them. Um, and I think there's like some layers to it, which is that. I started recovery in December, so I'm going through my own personal shit show history. Thank you. But I'm like going through my own like shit show history and being like, oh God. You know, I'm I'm learning about like consequences. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'm feeling like when people tell me their own insane behavior, I'm like, are you out of your mind? Like, what do you think is going to happen to you? You're just out there doing these things. Like, don't you understand that it's all going to come back to you? So I think I have my own like anger that, that maybe they're more free than, than I am in my head. This is totally all warped, but it's just been shocking. Cause I'm like, Oh, I actually am quite judgmental. Uh, and I always thought that I was like, Hey man, you know, but I'm actually like when I was watching the Fran Lebowitz show, I was like, Hmm, maybe I am like, a cunt and maybe like it's healthier for me to be like what were you thinking you know yeah. or like are you out of your mind rather than just like okay i hear you interesting hmm right. let's let's think about you know i'm not anyone's therapist so anyway so i'm just kind of grappling with that that said of course if i'm reading you and we're in the service I will. I would never judge anyone I'm ever reading. I'm talking about like with my close friends. Like mm-hmm. when your close friend tells you what they did over the weekend, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> like, now, has what? this been since? <laughs> has this been since recovery? You think? I think this is always who I've been, and it's now coming out. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm grappling with that. I wonder if like before when people would tell you things and you would just be like, oh, like, you know, whatever. That was the reaction that you'd want from other people when you did something bad. And now since you're realizing consequences and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's now that's that's now the reaction that you would. want. And that's making me wonder, like, yeah, maybe I during all of my shit show moments wanted to be seen and wanted someone to be like, "Okay, what's going on? And maybe that's what I need when my when one of my close friends is like, you know, I did meth this weekend. I should be like, okay, what what's happening here? You know, rather than Talk just like this. nodding my head, I I should be like, okay, are do we? You know, hello, what what are we doing? So yeah, that's interesting. Well, as far as some solace of comfort for you, I want you to know that that is. I mean, not to sound like I'm like the expert on all things sober because. I'm a big drinker myself, but uh, my, or whatever you're sober from, my mom is two years sober now. And one of my clients is, who's on a TV show is all a year sober. And they both have that same common thread that they were struggling within themselves because they both 
were people who prided themselves on being super non-judgmental. Mm. And it was funny before my mom had even said it recently, like, I think I'm being too judgmental recently, or I'm just being more judgmental in general. My brother and I said about her, she's probably being like this because of what we all just talked about. Mm -hmm. And mm. so that's not, you're not, you're not alone in that. That's a thing that I think a lot of people begin to feel. And I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing because I think that even like the idea of like, when you're hungover on like a Monday or a Tuesday and the world is moving on around you, it's like, okay, so this world has been moving pretty quickly around me while I was just like not there to see it. Right. Mm. And that's like a wild feeling, I feel like. Mm. Sad feeling, yeah. Crazy. When the party's over by who sings that, Lord or Billie Eilish? Did I make that up? That, that is that even a song? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lyric. It's a lyric by Lord, I think. Okay. And we wish her well. You know, and we, we, yeah. her. We, we just we are sending love to her. Yeah. Right Where now. is she? Where is she? Where is the, that bitch? The Lord above. The Lord above. Well, David, I, I re I'm really enjoying you as a guest thus far because you're very, very open and, and honest. And non-judgmental. <laughs> and you're also not, I mean, from what we've seen. What is a shit show <laughs> in your life, if you're comfortable sharing, that you just feel... Because I've been realizing recently when I've been providing shit shows, there are certain ones that are just always under the surface that I'm mm. like, ah, why do I think about this all the time? In the spirit of honesty, there was a shit show this weekend. Okay, Bye. so let me just put, put this in. The reason that I am also, by the way, getting so pissed off at people who are close to me is because I am repeating uh, behaviors that I am not so thrilled with. Right. And uh, yeah, so we had a shit show this weekend. So in the spirit of honesty and also, listen, I just want to say, like, I think for a lot of my 20s, I thought that any crazy or bad or dangerous or like sexy, quote, quote, experience I had would like be a good story. And I do not want to continue that behavior because I also mm -hmm. think that's toxic. Oh, God, so that's the entire basis of our podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only semi. so for the sake of honesty, I do like want to uh, exercise and cleanse this weekend's shit show or at least Great. the behavior of it, uh, but not like turn it into like, look how wild I am. You know what I mean? Well, you've come to the uh, right place. That's exactly, I think, the mentality that we've we've worked with since starting this. Great. I mean, ours is literally about how to not do them again. but mm. Or what you yeah. learned or how you've grown mm -hmm. or, you know, I just think, yes. it's all just funny, like intricacies. Like, I think that's also the beauty in people is just like funny little fucked up intricacies that sometimes you can't really help. You know? I agree. I agree. So, and that's Dave. also an astrology, too. All right. Let's you know. purge it, David. David. OK. Tell us. So since I started recovery, I was like, you know what? Let's take some time off of having sex. I'm in kind of a sexual recovery program. I was like, let's. Take a break. No, no set rules. Like I'm allowed to do whatever I want, but I was like, let's take a break. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this weekend I broke uh, that celibacy just for the, for very regressive reasons, which is this. Okay. <laughs> I have a long standing addiction to what I call terminators, which are um, men with no, um, no possibility for expansive emotions uh, and certainly are less intelligent than I am. Mm -hmm. Perfect bodies, usually live in Manhattan, uh, absolute narcissism and um, 
Yeah. So it's it's this is like a long standing thing. God forbid I meet someone who is like interested in me, has an open heart, um, you know, is able to connect on a human level. Mm-hmm. As soon as that happens, it's red flags. Get the hell out of my house. Right. OK. Yep. But if they are vaguely like murdery um, or like, <laughs> is he a cyborg? I'm like in it to win it. I truly do not want to keep this going. I am 30,000 years old. I really, I've I've suffered enough. I've seen enough. Okay, we cannot keep doing this. And a huge breaking point that led me into recovery is that I was starting to meet people who were expressing interest and I would completely catapult the friendship, romance, relationship, destroy it, Mm -hmm. um, and burn bridges. Meanwhile, uh, if I could find one of these terminators boom so i am truly trying to correct that and we're doing deep work on that but this weekend i sought one out and you know what app, I, what app were you on this was through instagram uh oh, this was very intimate someone i made out with at a party in 2019 um which should be plenty you know we don't <laughs> right. If you make out with someone at a party, you don't need to follow up. It's never going to be good if you follow, you need to follow up. Follow that, up. What, like eight years later? <laughs> exactly. First of all. And secondly, like, have that beautiful memory of right. that, the song that played. You know, if it didn't happen that night, it's, it's, there's, it's, there's nothing to build on. I'm telling right. you, anytime I've had like a wild, a what, like one time, I, I hooked up with a DJ in the DJ booth. Oh and it God. was like in fucking credit. Yeah. It was so hot. I was go-go dancing. He was DJing. Shut and up. I should have said like, you know what? God did good tonight. Let's leave it here. I, right. of course, tried to follow up. And it's right. like, oh. it's you're going to be disappointed, babe. David, you know, you like can't, lightning doesn't strike twice. <laughs> it's yeah. quit while you're ahead. <laughs> God forbid I ever learn to quit while I'm ahead. Ever. No, everything has to be burnt to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love okay. that shit. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's, it's bad. Good. It's good. It's bad. Good. It's good. Bad. I mean, I know yeah. what you mean by the follow up because I, I was like in a dark hole like three three weeks ago maybe, and I remembered this guy who, so I made out with him at this bar in D.C. Um, his name. Well, I'm not gonna say. Let's say that his name is Kyle. Um, I made out with this guy Kyle at this bar in D.C. And Kyle was definitely cute, but I was just getting over a boy who lived in Morganstown. And it was like Valentine's Day weekend, and I was making out with this guy at the bar, and I was like, oh my God, like whatever. And he uh, had my Instagram handle, and he was DMing me throughout the night. was like, where are you at the bar now? Like, we had just exchanged handles when we met. And then I was like avoiding him at the bar for the rest of the night. And like looking back at it, I'm like, why the fuck was I doing that? He was so cute. Mm-hmm. And what was what was I thinking? And then I remember I like falsely promised him that I would go home with him. And then I made eye contact with him as I was leaving the bar. And I was like, that was crazy. So then I DM'd him the next day and I was like, hey, I'm sorry about last night. I was really wasted. I would love to follow up. He lived in New York. And so I was like, you're close, like whatever. So I just started a conversation with Kyle again the other day on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So okay. I followed up a year later, literally a year. I was like, it's the one wow. year anniversary coming up that we made out. He's like, yeah. And so we were having a nice conversation. So then I was going through my explore page 
and somehow ended up in like QAnon verse. And I was just like looking at all these QAnon posts and it was talking about, it was a post about Marjorie Taylor Greene and the uh, Jewish space laser or whatever. The lightning bolts. Thinks. Yeah, the space lasers. Yeah. yeah. And he liked the post and commented a heart on it. And I was like, fuck you, (laughs) Kyle. Like, what? Why? I never should have followed up. I should have left that as just a memory. And Mm -hmm. now I'm like, we've swapped saliva. Come on. Also, this completely, talk about unraveling the universe. Like, you could make out with a guy at a bar and he's in QAnon and he's an anti-Semite. Like, it. Well, and he's Jewish. What are the rules like, now? Going on? Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Was he leaving the heart like ironically? No, no. He was Marjorie Taylor Greene's like pussy wipe. Like I was like, what? Is oh going my on? god! And then I was like, let me go look at who he follows. You don't even want to know. <laughs> I okay. was like, and I know I've noticed recently that people are like unfollowing people because of who they follow and like whatever. And I was like, I'm never going to get into that trope. And then once you see it, you just can't unsee it. And you convince yourself, you're like, they liked it by accident. He left a heart by accident. (laughs) Well, with gay people, it starts as irony and then it becomes real. You know, it becomes rancid. So that's a problem for us. Yeah. Well, speaking of rancid, what do you, what are you into about the feet recently? Because I, are you into being submissive with the feet or the feeder? The, the footer oh uh i i would love to like worship a beautiful foot oh my god what is which it is the mars and pisces what is it about feet why have we brought up feet so much recently? this is nascent for me you know i i, I don't want to speak for like the community this is just something that turns me on and i'm interested in i you know i don't have i'm not on the like feet reddit forum so i, I don't want to offend anyone who's like has more experience i just find more foot traffic. Okay, well, this is what was explained. <laughs> this is what was explained to me when I got my chart read. Okay. I have Mars and Pisces. Mars is very much like the drive, the masculinity, the sexual fire. Pisces is the sign of uh, self-sacrifice. It's the sign of Jesus Christ, like dying on the cross. Um, and, you know, G- so Pi- every sign rules a different body part. And Pisces rules the feet. And the idea is that the feet are like on the ground and they are Pisces is the sign of the grand human collective consciousness. We're all one. And there's this idea with Pisces that it's like the feet are on the ground feeling all the vibrations. So that's the kind of spiritual aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just this. I like the idea of like consuming someone entirely and like losing myself entirely in someone and there's something about the feet that's like very um primal and like complete and full to me right totally yeah we talked about this a couple episodes ago and the word primal is along the theory that i've heard about it where like mammals have such um they're so drawn like think about like um apes for example like they're always like picking like fungus like out of their primates and like their families and whatever like whatever and like humans are so some most humans are like very um infatuated with like popping pimples so there's like this like obsession with extracting like poison out of out of something and with feet Mm. are like related to like fungus so there's Mm. like some like primal not to i don't mean to gross you out but i think there's some there's something along the same lines as 
yeah it being like very primal like you said i hadn't thought about that that's fascinating well, <laughs> take right, it for david what you Christ. want i don't know okay david david i Honesty. really like what yes keep going no keep going I'd, I'd really like you to read both of our yeah i was just charts. gonna say i was just gonna say i don't know how to do it. like i don't even know where to start i've never had this done and Let's david go. never mind Let's go okay <laughs> I'm very We're excited. gonna start with what Morgan. Yeah, we'll start okay, with Morgan. Yeah, let's, wa let's watch. Let's watch. Okay. Um, what are we thinking? Do we want to do specific question, broad question, whatever you'd like? So these are um, tarot cards, right? Yes. Well, you have to. If that's ask what you question, want. You're. This is your podcast. You're in charge. Okay. I know you're in charge. I don't need to do anything. I, so you tell me what no, you want. No, you're in charge. But I, I don't. What, what, what if you don't want to ask Morgan? You can do it. Go. I was gonna say, do you do birth charts as well? Yes. Okay. And transits. Okay. What's transits? Like, your birth chart is like the astrology you were born with. Yeah. Transits is like, this is literally what's happening for you this year. Can like we do these planets are moving around this year. Okay. Let's Can see. we do like birth chart transit? No. Oh, um, no. Because <laughs> I, if I'm going to read your chart, I would want to like study it. I spend like many hours researching it. Okay. I break the whole thing down. Tarot, we can just like jump right All right, in. let's do tarot. So, you know, again, if anyone's listening and would like an astrology reading, just know, you know, so much work goes into it. Yeah. Uh, tarot is more in the moment and we okay. see what comes up and we interpret it together. All right. Okay. Let's do tarot. Okay. okay. So my overarching wonder of the world in my world, because I'm a Leo, um, is um, I just want to know about success and happiness in whatever sense of the word. I don't necessarily know what it means for me yet. And I'd like to get on the track of finding it. We're just gonna do three cards, okay? Okay. Great. Oof. So to start, we have the 10 of cups. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna break everything down. Um, judgment that reversed. That doesn't look good. And then we have the King of Wands. So to start, we have the Ten of Cups. We have Judgment reversed. Mm -hmm. And then we have the King of Wands. Okay. okay. I'm nervous for sure. <laughs> First of all, before I say anything, are you seeing anything? Is anything jumping out at you? I'm not asking you if you know the intrinsic meaning. I'm just saying, are you seeing anything? I'm just seeing a lot of red. Okay. I'm also seeing a rainbow, mm -hmm. um, at like in a pot of gold with the ten of cups, which makes me feel hopeful. I see, I see like regality in the king of rods, wands, yeah. wands. Yeah. and yeah. the middle one freaks me out a little bit because it's upside down. Okay, I love that. Um, boys, do do you have anything you want from the peanut gallery? Um. Yeah. Well, the middle one to me. Um, caught my eye the most it looks like it's, i mean i don't know I, I don't think that this is what it is but it looks like somebody's being murdered to me and okay. oh okay so it's actually a guy playing a horn uh okay. or a trombone or clarinet um and i i'll notice the rainbow right away as well okay so great i love all of that um so we'll start with 
we're just going to talk about what we're seeing and then we can kind of put the pieces together. To start, we have the Ten of Cups, okay? Cups, so the tarot and astrology are divided into the four elements, air, water, mm. fire, earth, okay? Mm. Um, so you have your, you know, in astrology, Leo is a fire sign, for instance. Okay. Cups is water. Water is intuition, empathy, love, emotion. Uh, it's kind of the inner spiritual side, okay? Mm-hmm. 10 is a number of completion. Um, so 10 is often, 10 can be overkill, but 10 can also be kind of a perfect completion. The issue with a lot of cups cards is that um, dreams and intuitions can veer into delusions. And when we see the 10 of cups, we see these two lovers who it's kind of like, when I see 10 of cups, I think of the end of Little Mermaid, which is Ariel and Eric and then... Um, you know, King Triton puts the rainbow in the sky. It's kind of a perfect happy ending. So we know from the start that there is this vision, this dream um, of kind of a closure and a perfection Mm -hmm. um, for your career. Okay. Then we come to judgment, which is when it gets interesting. Judgment, if we think of judgment, yes, you could think of it on a literal sense. It, It, when we see this horn, it's more about like the Christian idea of judgment, which is a horn sounds and we all, the rapture comes and we're all pulled up to heaven, right? Mm -hmm. So when we see judgment, it's about this call and this kind of moment of awakening and of your destiny coming. Your judgment is reversed. So to me, there's a bit of a challenge here, which is basically saying, okay, you're a Leo. We know that you have this kind of star power and this ability to be received and it's kind of guaranteed. There is this aspect with career that I think a lot of us who are creative have, which is um, when is my moment? Like, when mm-hmm. am I getting called to heaven? When when do I have to stop like uh, uh, slumming it in this shit that, that we call life? And when mm-hmm. will I be like taken up on the UFO basically? Yeah. So to me, the cards are kind of saying that there is a certain amount of, which isn't to say that you don't work hard, but I'm just seeing a certain amount of like, okay, I'm just waiting for my moment and then none of this will matter. That's kind of what I'm seeing in the cards. Wow. And I, that you know, that's coming from my own experience too of like, mm-hmm. well, when I am successful or when I'm famous, I won't have to deal with this shit anymore. Right. So I'm just wondering, and you tell me what you're, what you're feeling here, if this is resonating, but just mm-hmm. from these two cards, and we'll get to the third one, from these two cards, there maybe is a seduction of um, like a passivity until it, whatever it is happens for you yeah. and this sense of, of maybe a resistance to reconciling the current reality until that moment happens. Yes. So okay. I'm very good at going with the flow, like almost like too good at it where I seem like someone who would like take control of my life in every aspect, but I'm someone, not a bystander, but I'm extremely passive, like you said. Um, so like whether it's work, friends, relationships, like things just like roll off my back. And I think Mm. it has something to do with a little bit of laziness, a little bit, but like when I do find a passion, like you like can bet your bottom dollar that I will do it at 310%. And I just won't do it at 310% until it's like that actual thing that I've been dreaming of and I don't even know what I'm dreaming of like I don't know what the end result or the goal is Mm. I explain it like this like I have explained it like this like where I know that I'm gonna find what I ultimately want to do and what I what my passion is and all that you know all that stuff 
But when I look at it, like it's like kind of like a blurry screen. Like there's something behind the screen, but it's like a blurry screen where everything is just kind of like muddled and like blurred together. But I know something's there. Like mm. some people have such a clear vision and such a clear path. I know that like it's it's there. I'm just looking at it through like a very blurred screen. Yeah, and I think what these, we're going to get to the third card. I think what these two cards are trying to kind of bring you down a little bit to like right now, uh, because there is this idea of like one day it's all going to make sense for me. Like one day I'll, it'll all click right. for me. And yeah. I think the cards are kind of saying like, you know, let's get going right now. Rather, like there won't, uh, there might not be. Well, there will be, I think. We're getting the Ten of Cups. We know that there is that moment of integration and completion, but it's not this thing that you can just kind of like hope happens any day now and and your life starts to make sense. There's this aspect of like, which is where we come to the third card. We have the King of Wands, okay? Okay. Wands, he's holding this giant phallic and vaginal wand, which is like a a dick. Wands are fire. You're a Leo. Mm -hmm. Leo is a fire sign. Fire is an active element. Fire Mm -hmm. is drive, passion, um, sexuality, creativity. Mm -hmm. It's very active. If you take it, you you go for it. The king rules the wands kingdom. So the king is, if we think of wands as creative action, the king is, has everything happening and he is running the whole show. He's running the kingdom. The king is sedentary. The knight is more like leaves the kingdom, goes on mission. So the king, and if we think about Leo as a fixed sign, Leo is not going out into the world saying, look at me, look at me, I want attention. Leo is actually, you can come to me if you want to see me. So it's not about you running around or scrambling, but there is this idea of you kind of grabbing your dick in a way, like (laughs) of you being like, okay, I'm fucking doing this. I'm actually the one running the show here. To me, I'm getting a sense with the 10 of cups and judgment. There's a sense that someone else needs to give you permission or there's some invisible force maybe in your head that you think is running the show. And when your time comes, you'll emerge on the stage. The King of Wands is just saying any more agency or action you can be taking right now Mm -hmm. um, and more of a sense that you feel behind the wheel will get you out of this blur. Yeah. 100%. I feel like stagnant. Like I just, I feel like I'm going through the motions and that's something I'm like not very good at or it it depresses me. Like essentially going through the motions depresses me. And I always Mm. feel like I pick like the hard way out. Like not necessarily, it's, I pick things in like my career, for example, where I want to be good at, but not, it's not necessarily what I'm naturally born to do. Mm. But the born to do thing that to me is the other issue, which is this idea. Again, we're getting this card of calling reverse. This idea of like, maybe my real calling, I haven't discovered it yet. And when I know, I know. I think we really need to be challenging that line of thought, which is like, there is this one thing that is your destiny and that you have to figure it out. I think it. we need to be a little bit more... Because that becomes an all or nothing mentality. Yeah. And I think it makes it harder for you to integrate what you're doing now and what you're enjoying now into a bigger mosaic, you know? Yes, 100%. That was really good, really that accurate. Was cra- that was crazy because I feel like there were so many things in there 
and like obviously I love Morgan so much, but there's so many things in there that I I feel like I've tried to tell Morgan. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, maybe she'll believe them now because they're tarot cards. Well, thank you for being so open to do it. Like, of that course. Was a of a live that was audience. great. Well, so back to my question. And then we can get to Anthony's. I want to see Anthony's. But back to my <laughs> question before earlier in the beginning was, um, what do you think is like the number one reason people like get their cards read and everything like that? And I think it's just like people want like guide. People need guidance sometimes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And yeah. And uh, by the way, this is all stuff you already know. I am not telling you anything new. I am not reading your mind. I am not reading the future. This is all stuff you already know. And it just like, like, I think it gives you a, it gives you more to work with. hundred percent. I think that's more valuable though. Like when you go to um, somebody who reads people, I think it's more valuable than them being like one day you're going to, you know, dye your hair blonde. It's like anybody could do that. Right. But like when you, when they tell you something that's already within you, they just draw it out. That makes it more valuable in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Why? I feel like I'm talking like I'm in like an old movie. No, you're not. You're good, Aunt. I feel like I've just been like kind of talking like this. Again, Housewives changes you, you know? It really changes ah, you. David, you're like so like, I can't say you're it. You're so cute. <laughs> All right, Anthony, Anthony, go, go. Anthony, go. All right. No pressure, babe. I, I don't have a question. No pressure. Like, that's, that's the thing. Okay. I w- can I just, can you just do it and then I'll figure it out? Or is that not how it works? I can. Uh, but I just have to make you exert more energy. It's just like. It, it's framework. <sighs> Maybe okay, this is my, my own trauma, more. but yeah. All right, let's do my love life. Go, please. Love life. Great. Okay. Is there any part of that you want to focus on besides, you know, neo-Nazis? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe how to avoid them. I'm just kidding. That's not a frequent experience. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. So we have the Ace of Wands. No, yeah, the Ace of Wands. Beautiful. We have the Star Reversed. Okay. Hmm. And then we have the Ace of Swords Reversed. So before I start, what are we what are we seeing? What's jumping out? The one t- all the way to your right, the ace of something. I can't read it. Looks the ace of like wands? yes, that one looks like a plant to me, like almost mm-hmm. like a flower that's dying, or mm. like bloom, like either dying or blooming. But to me, it looks more like mm. dying. Um, and then the one in the middle also like looks flowery to me for some reason. Also, kind of like a flower dying. <laughs> okay. Uh, now to me it kind of looks like the Wizard of Oz, like a path to something, and then the last one looks like kind of what it is, like a sword, but mm-hmm. uh, like it looks like a sword, but like not a sharp sword, like okay. like like we're not seeing the tippy sharp part. Mm, I love that idea. That's that's good. Yeah. Can I say something? Go By ahead. all means. So Anthony, when I first saw all these, it reminded me of Big Mouth. 
And like the dead flower that you guys put it's in your inner motion. Your so weird. I was thinking that too, but I didn't want to be too specific. Yeah, I, I wrote a song and I had an artist friend of mine make a lyric video and he did a lot of flowers in reverse dying and then mm. back in motion. It reminded me a lot of that. These are like my, it's imagery that I really like. I also want to say too, it looks very like lateral, like up and down. Mm, very good. Thank you. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, um, well, to start, we have the Ace of Wands, so that's great to pull. Like I said, the Ace of Wands is sexuality, creativity. The Ace is the first uh, card in the house, so the Ace is that first bloom. Uh, so it's supposed to be a blooming wand. I love the idea that you see it as a dying wand, so that's very interesting, and we'll keep that in mind. But I theoretically, when we see this, we see the budding, a budding sexual desire, a budding fire so kind of a a new a kind of a new burning life but that is part of a cycle of decay death rebirth bloom so interesting to keep that in mind so clearly we're we're at some point in a cycle it sounds like i think we're at the end of one cycle and a new cycle is beginning for you mm -hmm. what does that entail the star okay yeah no 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 you keep going <laughs> we have the star reversed okay okay what sign is the star associated with? Aquarius. We are David, uh, in Star of David. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, totally. Uh, <laughs> kidding. I, I will read up on that any minute now. Uh, Aquarius. We are in an Aquarian era right now. Jupiter and Saturn are in Aquarius. We just ended Aquarius season. Aquarius is the sign of higher ideals, higher ethos, um, higher community, looking forward thinking bigger and the diametric opposite of Aquarius is Leo. Leo is a uh, egocentric self-presentation for the sake of the collective. So Leo is the face. Aquarius is the, the kind of the, the point behind the face. Uh, Leo steps out into the world. Aquarius is what they step out for. Okay. So we're getting the star reversed. The star, the idea is that there is this higher thing guiding you, this higher principle, this higher light guiding you. We're getting it reversed, okay? And then finally, we come to the Ace of Swords. Usually with the Ace of Swords upright, uh, the sword is pointing into the earth. It's grounding you. Swords is air. Aquarius is an air sign. Swords is air. Air is intellect. It's the mind. It's it's the things you cut out. It's choices. Um it's kind of your higher thought processes, your rationality. It's not sentimental. When this card is upright, we have the sword in the ground rooting you. But you got it reversed. So the sword is pointing up, kind of like the, the, the wand, which I loved you pointed out, the verticality. The sword is pointing up to the heavens. So it's looking up to your higher ideals. So to me, and I want to know what you think about this, but the reading I'm getting is, I think you might need to get a bit more in touch with your higher ethos that's guiding your desire, that's guiding who you're attracted to and what happens. Yes. Because the star reversed and the sword going up into the air are basically saying on an intellectual level, when you are meeting people, how are they aligning with your values? And when they don't align with your values, how much are you okay with that? And what's more what are you projecting into the world? That is, if we think of the Leo versus Aquarius, in terms of the Aquarian elements of, of 
this is what I'm about. This is what I believe in. This is what's important to me. How much of that is going out into the world versus the more Leo aspect, which is this is me. Look at me. This is who I am. How can that ego death? There's a bit of an ego death that needs to be happening here, essentially. That's what I'm seeing. But but what what's coming for you? Yeah, I mean, I hate the idea that like I'm hearing what I wanted to hear. Not what I wanted to hear, what I think I needed to hear, which is essentially what I wanted to hear, which is that I think for me, what often happens is I get very attracted to things. Well, I've had a lot of values things recently. I actually said it on our, and it doesn't have to do with love life, really. It was our New Year's um, episode where I talked about kind of maybe harshly like cutting out people with values that I don't think really align with mine mm. and how much of a slow burn that it is because it's so like painstakingly heartbreaking to have to say to somebody who might not be like viscerally aware of the differences. Like for me, I just can't do it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and that's not even in love life. That's just in general. But another thing that you talked about was maybe what I do with guys is I go for somebody who is like so appealing to me because maybe we just share like one common interest that I'm like that means so much to me and I don't really act like myself and it's like okay that's not their problem I should always be able to act like myself in front of somebody um mm. and and maybe like uh, there will be great people in front of me like very frequently that I won't go for because it's not like like I look at things very like we have to like meet at the lockers and then it's like this and then it's like mm. am I making any sense like I want it to be like this romantic thing but then there are people who are like romantic people that will come to me and I'm like well, no I don't want it so so I want swords what I swords are discernment okay so only when swords were a thing, only the nobility could carry swords. They're very heavy and they're a way of cutting people down. The idea of a sword is you using your mental faculties to discern and to say, actually, this does not fit with my non-negotiables. This does not fit with my values. I am cutting this out before it even begins. I'm saying this to myself because as I just described, my taste in men is so bleak, but this this is this reminder of, of kind of you reclaiming this ability, which I think goes with the wand. If we think of the wand as like, again, your dick, there is this idea of you saying like, no, he's not coming. Like, I am in charge here and I'm deciding who's getting this. And it's based on these kind of higher values. And then you know, that's what we're coming into. So to me, I think it's a question of like this intellectual discernment that's needing to be happening. And it's not a sentimental process. Oh, totally. It's not a sentimental process. I That that was really helpful because I, I mean, I don't know if this is what you were saying, but maybe what I took from Doesn't it matter. is that to like stop going for like these things that if I know that the person is either pulling away or I like want it to be something that it's not, to just like mm. know when it's time to go. Like like I might think that it's still like flowery and like amazing. And I always try to get that back. I'm like, but remember like three days ago when we were talking like Ooh. this? And now it's different. And it's like if it's different, it's different. And that's it. 
And so, which is beautiful with the ace, ace of wands, as we were saying earlier, it's supposed to be this card of blooming, but you saw it as a card of death. So I love there's this idea of these like cycles where it's like, okay, this thing is not working anymore. This thing has died on the vine, and you being able to again with the swords rationally, non sentimentally, be like, okay, we're good, good nug. This isn't it, you know. Wow, David, thank you so much. I mean, <laughs> no, that thank really you. Was, this was so fun. Such that was great. That was great. I've, I mean, this is something that Morgan and I talk about. So, and usually Morgan's like, we both listen. We've known each other for a really, really, really long time, and we have things that we both mutually do for each other. I think Morgan, like, very much so, creatively inspires me, and she's somebody who I enjoy spending most of my time with um Mm -hmm. usually and i know that morgan provides i i hope that i provide for her guidance in other ways and i think that our relationship is not only like beneficial to each other but it's almost like mutually exclusive like in a weird way like there's only one morgan and one anthony and like nobody ever can really fit that other puzzle piece Mm -hmm. it's a hundred percent something that uh, but something that we really bond over a lot is this stuff. I'm not really in tune to a lot of it, but I do read people. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound crazy. I'm an over empath yeah. and I can, I, I'm good at giving advice and telling people stuff about them, but I don't take any of it. Same. Well, cause everybody's different too. That's what's so hard about taking your own advice. I feel like, so I think this card reading was really, really helpful. But yeah, Anthony is a super empath. I've seen it many, many a times. It's incredible. Well, David, where do you think that you're at to close this out? Where do you go from here and where you are? I mean, well, it's it's that exact thing of like, I am not, I am, I am in the part of the cycle where I am, I'm like, you know, what I would describe as waking up during anesthesia, which is I am aware Mm-hmm. of the behaviors that are not constructive and I can fully totally. see it happening, which means that I'm coming out of its orbit, which is good, but I'm not like fully crossed over yet. And I'm clearly resisting like stepping through the portal into something more healthy and nurturing. So I'm in this space of, I know what the proper action to take is. I've gotten the good advice and I am, I am struggling mm-hmm. with it. So I am there too. That's yeah. where I am. Well, I feel like sometimes uh, yeah. advice, like, it's not meant to change people, but it's like when you are listening to advice, like, you think you have to change. And it's like you just have to alter, mm. like, a little bit. It's tough. Yes. I don't know. Well, it's hard. you've certainly altered me <laughs> and Morgan. Mine, me too. And I think that other people would like to be altered by you. So, where can people find <laughs> you on Instagram? And this is such a where- pleasure. Morgan- <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, we need to do a segment where we rate our outros because we always find a creative way to be like, well, I think that blah, 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 yeah. blah. So where can they find you on Instagram? And where can they find your podcast who's produced by our, or not produced, but just just say what you're going to say. Go you can follow me on Instagram at David underscore Odyssey. Classically, Odyssey is spelled O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y. I think that's a point of confusion for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So David underscore Odyssey. 
Uh, I host a podcast called The Luminaries with David Odyssey, which is like a little bit of everything. And I talk a lot, but among other things, I often do like celebrity chart readings. So we just did Britney Spears astrology last week. Oh, that's so, so cool. there's all sorts of treasures to be found there. Yeah. Uh, and that's through Authentic, wherever podcasts are sold. Um, and yeah, no, this was such a blast. Thank you, that's all three of you. Awesome. Thank you so much, David. Ah, I'm like... Thank you. And yes, if any of your listeners would like a reading, let me know. We will book it. Yes. The books are open, babe. Yeah, the books are fucking open. I think I'm going to, I want to, if you have time, if you find time, a birth chart reading, I would love that. Or transit, transit. Babe, this is business. There is always time. Um, And yes, we should do a full reading because, yeah, we'll really like get into it. It's not something you can do in like, you know, a few minutes. Yeah, I'm we need sure like a full. Not. We'll we'll get. I would love to get cracking with you. That would be so fun. That'd be so fun. Thank you so much, David. The shit show. <laughs> yeah, that was a shit show.